Blog Talk Radio.
or the original? Hold on real quick. Let me repeat that one more time. The original poetry after dark.
That is Sweet Poetry by Lyric of Lyrical Disciples, one of my favorites. You're tuned in to Poetry After Dark's early edition where we have an open mic night. I do see 773. You'll be on next, sweetie, after this um, song I play here. And this is In Tune with Juicy Fruit. That's a, that's a, that's a,
Okay, you're saying that support that early edition, and I have another poet that's ready to step up to the mic, and I hope I'm pronouncing her name right in saying Kadidra, or Kadria. Oh, God, I think I just tore that, but I tried. So we're going to bring her on. I do see two seven seven threes, but I'm going to take the one with your hand up. So this is seven seven three four one two. You on the air? Yes, I am. Hello? Hi. Hey. Oh, okay. I don't have a title for this, so I'm going to just spit it if that's okay. And thank you for having me on your show. Oh, you're welcome. Um, <clears throat> Pink vomit colors, brown carpet with pain and resentment. I found all my troubles at the bottom of the bottle, sitting there like a chunk of reality I was not ready to face. I can't face my mother's disappointment, the stare that has plagued her eyes since I was transitioned from her spirited, talented girl child to a convicted felon, shame to a life promise of rejection and judgment. I swallowed liquor in hopes of forcing my heart back down into my chest, clogged in my throat from the words she told me, and I didn't have a person in the world when I needed someone to hold me, so alcohol promptly substituted the lonely. She couldn't have hurt me worse, but I couldn't have disappointed her more. I felt I deserved it. Poker faced in her anger, but deep down I heard it. I heard it and reached out to this vodka, warming me where it was too deadly to turn cold. Each sip each sip faded out the dispute. My mother's voice echoed. I fell asleep. Dreams always comforted me, a release of my mind's frustrations. I dreamed of everything I could have been had I not accepted being friends with people who envied me, hated me. Some even were related to me. My own sister's jealousy pours rain into the cloud of punishment I've been assigned to. The constant defeat of my father is what I'm aligned to. My guilt with God are these crimes, too. I woke up. What I drunk in the beginning was not enough. I reached out for my bottle. The torture of my mind and my mother's words was too much to swallow. Vodka made it easy, but never filled the hollow. Didn't numb the pain. Gave me the ability not to go insane, but it still hurt so much. I gulped, sipped, gulped, sipped, drank, drank beyond the point that signaled blackouts and thanks peak. Vomit spilled from my stomach, violently shaking my body with horror. I threw up everyone in their opinion of me, even the doubts in myself that I didn't want to see. My body refused to endure their vendettas this time. I served my senses. I paid for this time. My body let it go. Coating this brown carpet with tears from my pillow, I fell back exhausted. I knew I'd have to clean this up to leave my carpet in this condition would have been no better than me forcing my body to embody this liquor. I stood up, broken and sore. I washed away everything people had to say about me. The carpet regained its color. I regained my strength, saw it was my turn to start all over again. My knees soaked into the damp carpet, scrubbed away of resentment and pain and from that moment, I decided I would never drink again. And that's, that's beautiful. Wow. <laughs> that was so vicious. <laughs> uh, I lost the words over here because you just stopped me while you came out. Powerful. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. You must oh have to Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, uh, uh, you're huh? welcome. You smash it. Tell everybody who you are and how they can um, find you. Oh, well, my name is Kedria. I'm from Chicago. You can uh, just basically look me up on Facebook. Um, yeah, that's mainly where I'm at. So um, my name on there is Kedria Shell. That's K-E-D-Z-L-A-C-H-E-L-E. So um, I'm always posting poems from time to time. So um, if anyone's interested or in the area, just look me up. 
That is what's up. And you do not be a stranger. You come back, you hear? Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good wow. Day. You too. Now, the ladies has definitely set the bar. Now, I do have male poets in the chat room. If you game, please let me know your area code, and I will definitely bring you on. Um, I actually haven't forgot about you. We will be coming back to you shortly, so um, be prepared. We're going to fall back with this um, poet here. And this poet's name is Sila, and this is titled Left Behind. When once the master has shut the door, you won't have to wonder anymore if there's a heaven or a hell. Now, you'll be able to look around and tell that your behind has been left behind because you failed to recognize the sign of the time. You know, wars and rumors of wars, just to name a few. You know, back in the 80s, my boy Prince had a song out warning you called Signs of the Times. Well, I guess maybe you were deaf and blind because now that it appears that you are out of time and you're standing at the door knocking, saying, Lord, Lord, remember me. Lord, Lord, remember me. Lord, Lord, remember me. And you're looking kind of confused when he says, flee from me, you workers of iniquity. But Lord, we ate with you and drank with you and prophesied in your name and casted out demons in your name. But then he told them once again, flee from me because I never knew you. You know, for a moment, I thought that Jesus was tripping too, because I was like, well, uh, they did eat with you, and they did drink with you, and they did do these things in your name. He said, yes, but it was all in vain, because I never gave them authorization to use my name. They were shacking up with me, pretending to be married, you know, coming to church from time to time, and lifting up their hands, and shouting hallelujah, and saying amen at the right time. But I was never married to them, and they thought that they could get in by shacking up with me. And now they want to know why I closed the door. Flip on over to Genesis chapter 4 and let me show you why I closed the door. Genesis chapter 4 verse 1. Y'all with me? Because I don't want you to miss this one. You see, Adam knew Eve and Eve conceived, but Jesus said, flee from me because I never knew you. Adam knew Eve and Eve conceived, but Jesus said, flee from me because I never knew you. Hmm. Adam knew Eve, mm-hmm, and Eve conceived well, and Jesus said, flee from me because I never knew you, because I was never married to you. Oh, you were so content with shacking up with me, therefore there wasn't a wedding that couldn't be any intimacy, because I'm only intimate with those who I marry. You see, Adam's seed was on the inside of Eve, and I don't deposit my seed inside those who don't believe, inside those who only want to shack up with me, always wanting the power, but never, ever, 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 ever wanting me. That's why I had to tell them to flee from me, because they were filled with iniquity. Oh, I gave them plenty of time to get up out of their sin, standing at the altar every Sunday morning waiting for them, as I watched them walk out the door in the middle of the altar call, mm, as if they had something better to do, but now they're standing there knocking like the five virgins who were fools. You know, it's not my will that any should perish or be left behind, so please tell them that the clock is ticking, 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 and they are running out of time, time, time. Once the master has shut the door, you won't have to wonder anymore if there's a heaven or a hell. Now, you'll be able to look around and tell that your behind has been left behind. Behind.
So if you if you would like, uh, let everyone know who you are and how they can find you. Hey everybody, I'm Ashley, staying in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can find me on Facebook. It's easier to use my email. It's Ashley's Music eighty four at Yahoo dot com. So A S H L E Y S M U S I C the number eight the number four at Yahoo dot com. All right, that's what's up. Thank you again. All right, no problem. Thank you. All right. Um, if you're in chat and you would like to get on the mic, uh, give me your area code and call 347-826-9842. ha Hey, what's up, fam? It's your man, One Love. When I'm not thumping on Thursdays, you know I'm bumping with my girl. The Poetist. The original Poetry After Dark. You heard me. Get right. Tuesday and Friday night. 11 p. E-S-T, only on blogtalkradio.com slash the poetess. You're the
Our climax would be in the form of time machines A gentle breath of a damp galaxy dancing Dipped in wet woman motions Warm, sweltering, flesh craving Nimble, church girl fingers slowly Spreading, thick, liquid darkness lit Soft, gyrating, touches tearing Into the deep flickering maroon of your forever space Dripping, spirits, splitting juices Grasp me like a weeping algebraic expression Dying in the pulsating scatterfield Schizophrenic sex grease hot Sticky, feverish, internal sweat parable Pelvic flavor holds orgasmically belling I want to see and feel and taste the sweet Oily spasms of your vaginal heartbeat jumping The humid ecstasy grips of your liquid freedom size Dive head first into the snaps of your nerve endings. Nipples panting, position your tender. Create that divine arc, that religious dip in your spine, so I could touch your Bermuda with an unpredictable Jamaican Arcadia stroke that will leave your spinal cord in your forearm. Holy water, drink me slow like God, like heat. Call me Jesus of Nazareth. No, call me Jesus Iscariot and lie to me. Tell me you feel in your wisdom teeth in your grandmother's dentures in your soul's ovaries and the prescription in your glasses. Let's make love like two cousins. Let's fuck vicious and hard like molecular physics, like two stars colliding like the death of a universe. I need neither promise, no illusion. Just the quivering anxiety of angels The strange story of a brilliant tornado Twisting, turning, bending, screaming Pushing into the moist muscular flame of your tighted nebula To why we're here Paint me a make-believe reincarnation Show me how to tease a tender switch of your miracle How to lick your scars until they turn into dreams Precise against me Like the moment between two milliseconds Collapse, grab, push, hold, hold, hold Hold your breath Breathe me sweet Tell me you see me in old photos In dusted memories in cities, tell me, you know, 
who I am Tell me You know Who I am Or climax Would be in the form of time machines Alright After dark, I'm your host, Keith Poetis, and you're inside the early edition. The mic was definitely was blazing earlier. Again, if anyone in chat they want to sit, give me your area code and call in at 347-826-9842. Guests that's in the chat room, if you would like to network or chat with us, it is free to register under Blog Talk. Just get your username. And shout out to Facebook as well for listening. That is definitely a good look. But here we go with Howard Hewitt and show me. Before I go 
to be or not to be? That is the question. Are you serious? Hey, this your man. Sound off now. For the best in poetry and spoken word, join my fam, the Angelic Poetess. That's every Tuesday and Friday night, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. On the Blog Talk Radio Network, the best in Internet radio. So join my fam, D.A.P. DAP, for some of the hottest spoken word artists and poets on the planet with that special blend of music to soothe you after a long, hard day. Again, that's Tuesdays and Fridays, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. for the Angelic Poetess Artist Showcase. I will see you there. Tone Poetry After Dark Early Edition, and I'm your host, the Poetess. I just want to give a special shout-out to the one and only One Love, a.k.a. Bad Boy. Welcome to the party, baby. All right, and also um, a special welcome to my best friend, my BFF, Goddess Alexis, who can't be in chat with us but is chilling with us on the line. All right, so we have um, Chaos is stepping up to the mic with one day. Mm-hmm. Better full of me. Tell me why. That poor girl. Tell me why. Come on. Where you're sending me I try, Lord knows I try to make you happy Please you ease your pain Take away your fears and kiss away your tears But what do I get? Just tell me, what the hell do I get in return? Grief, heartache, and sorrow Taking away the sparkle in my eyes You're taking away the brightness in my smile You're taking away the happiness in my soul Making me want to live in my days of getting old Why let you kick me down, I'll never know But the love I have for you, I just can't let go so I smile with every blow. I'm sitting here, just sitting, hoping, waiting, wanting, begging for you to take me in your arms. Caress me, hold me, possess me, take me all the time. Want you? Shit, yeah, I do. But I refuse to be torn down by the very man I build up. Yes, I build you up. I build you up so good that every woman wants to come in. Or shall I say, have you come into their temple? Wanting to be a part of you and you of them, not knowing I already have your heart. Well, at least all of it that is available. Everyone says it seems like I'm settling, just settling, settling for nothing at all. I say they're just praying for my downfall. I couldn't see that I love this man more than he loved me or ever I love myself. You see, I always put my life on the shelf. I didn't need time, love, or affection. The love I thought I had was my only protection. Protection I need because on your brutal attention is what I feed. But one day I realized that I was being kicked down, beat up, and talked to like I ain't shit. And you know what? I'm really tired of this. This fucked up way of thinking you have. I have bent over backwards for you, hoping one day your words of I love you would finally ring true. But all I ever got was taken for granted. You wanted everyone to think that you were a real man, but being a hoe was the only thing in your plan. But I stayed out of pity for you, or maybe it was for myself. I took your vicious words and fatal blows and still stood by you. Hell, I lied for you. I cried for you. Shit, I damn near died for you. Damn near died for you. My stupid ass almost killed myself for you. (laughs) Can you believe that? I guess the paper would have read, 
A young, black, gifted lady takes her own life in the name of love For a broke ass, no life, low life Still living with his mama, one of these drug dealing hoes But one day I woke up, I woke up and smelled the coffee burning Right then I knew I had to make a change in me I had to stand up and find myself respect I had to find the self-worth I was born with Let's face it, I had to put my own ass in check Because I was playing like the game changed When really it was the rules that I rearranged I let you beat me down and take my self-esteem, tarnish my hopes and crush my dreams. See, I believed you when you said I was nothing. I believed you when you said I had nothing to offer. I believed you when you said no one worth having would ever want someone like me, a divorced mother with two different baby daddies. You became the book on which I read my life. You manipulated me into being your wife. Because of me, you wanted complete control. And the day I gave it to you was the day I sold my soul. I told you past hurts and fears, and you used them against me. But for that shit, I take full responsibility. See, I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up again and again. I fucked up and let your stupid ass in. I gave you all you needed to destroy me because your self-destructive ways I just couldn't see. But one day I opened my eyes and got a clear picture straight through your disguise. Begin to see you for who you really are and learn that a man can't be defined by a star. You see, this three-carat diamond only shines like a glass and your campaign to destroy me will never come to pass. Because I no longer need your ring to validate me or my existence. To your fatal words and malice thoughts, I've become resistant. I learned that money doesn't make a marriage and a home can't make a man. Just because you give him a book doesn't mean he'll understand. I decided that when I go out, it's going to be with style. And it won't be for a man that wasn't worth my while. I'm finally standing up as the beautiful black woman that I am. I'm too pretty for this. I'm too smart for this. I'm too good for this shit. I deserve better than this. It's time for me to get mine. I need all of mine. Because I refuse to be torn down by the very man I build up. I said I refuse to be torn down by the very man I build up. So the building stops here. You were never a provider, a leader, or a protector. You were only a liar, a cheater, and a beater. But in the end, you only cheated yourself. And in the end, you have nothing left. Stairway 
Atlanta Poetry After Dark Early Edition. I'm your host, Be Poetist. Wow. That one right there just put me in a, a mode here, y'all. I'm just laid back. I was about to just roll these tracks for a minute, but I'm going to let y'all know what I'm doing. Um, we're going to roll with Divinity, and this is um, Homicidal Thoughts. And we're going to roll with another piece of poetry, and then we're going to go into a double play, which the choice tonight will be Luther Vandross. All right, but here we go with Divinity and Homicidal Thoughts. Straight cheese, rhymes, I make these. Whack MCs, I hate these. Radio consistently play these generic gimmicky compositions. Got me pulling the ink off my sheets and slapping cats with my parentheses. Filling these listeners of lyricism with BS. Polluting their paragraphs with materialistic philosophy. Pouring propaganda into the mind of the influential. It's detrimental. This gets me violent. Crawling through 200 degrees sand in search of an oasis in this desert of hip-hop. I'm on a quest to quench my thirst with verse that is creative, but all that's in the atmosphere is money and bitches. Jewelry, illegal activity, squandering greenbacks from mere possessions. It gets me agitated. I'm irritated, aggravated. I'm ready to Spit wisdom, pour knowledge in your Kool-Aid I'm ready to murder these so-called murderous MCs Yo, you ain't a drug trafficker You make your money off of mediocre metaphors Laced with make-believe massacres You're not a rapper, you a character Got me ready to attack you rivals with a rifle Loaded with semicolons and exclamation points And pop off until you get the point Cause sometimes I get homicidal thoughts Nine millimeters around be committing crimes in the back of the mind And when my tongue cocks back on the hammers of hot raps I bust off quicker than an impotent senior citizen Assassin feminine, got you hesitant to hold your pen I got that dime flow with nickel-plated sentences Ghost writing for my nemesis and charge high percentages I'm a simile specialist with vests that bulletproofer Infected with a verbal tumor, I'm sick Injecting my virus on your computer just so you can download my hot flow, y'all. Beg me to sneeze on your loose leaf sheets and blow my nose in your inadequate prose. Hell no. Black roads like I who rode the Underground Railroad because I refuse to slay for radio play. And I refuse to hear the nonsense you got coming my way. I can tell by the way you write. You must be wine, love Jones, and play brother to the night. Recite that shit till you get it right. Am I right? Of course I am, you ignorant, arrogant Africans. Cut your shenanigans. You're a lyrical embarrassment. Have you vanished into slow like Napster on the internet Keep coming with the corny poetry You'll be in a hole, see Deep like six feet It's unattractive Drop so much shit You flow laxatives I'm the adolescent With a flow so abundant It assassinates the game's redundance I'm above it Stop playing Your amazing phrasing Was really a fabrication Of articulation Defacing realness with the basics You pale like Michael's pigmentation Your skill is a figment Of your A&R's imagination If you just wrote some rhyme That you have in your mind Instead of conforming To the norm that you heard All the time You'd be fine but in the meantime, I'll be in the audience, not applauding your fraudulence and making my rival with thoughts homicidal. Because sometimes, just sometimes, <laughs> I get homicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. Poets, what would you write if you knew that the moment after you recite, there's a 99% chance that you would lose your life? And the only thing that flashes before your eyes is the prose that you chose, plus the bodies that fill the seats and the venues continuing for entertainment through what you expose, and that's despite the fact that you're so nervous that blood starts spouting from your nose and your soul is at stake because you faked your way through two religions in one lifetime. And since this time, the cost of pretending is the price of your life, you're now realizing that going to church every Sunday 
And wearing a crucifix on your chain is just not enough to cut it when it comes to building that relationship with Christ. Plus, the strike that led you towards Islam doesn't even stand for much because your way of living in the Quran was so out of touch that it is the Muslim community injustice. You were thinking you were their spiritual sibling because you looked at pork and said, no more will I touch this. Plus, Arabic phrases such as Bismillah and Rahman Rahim and Malaykum Salam doesn't exactly make you a pillar in Islam. Cause bean pies plus, black veils plus, bow ties just add up to big lies if you're subtracting Hajj and Ramadan. And your superficiality has caused so much self-harm that you have bad credibility and no spiritual wealth. So in writing this poem, if you do nothing else, take the selfish way out and write something that will save yourself. If you've done it no other time in your life, take the talent that you're blessed with and show self-respect. Instead of wasting your time on the mic blasting the opposite sex, take clarity plus sincerity, then multiply that times New Roman, and to sum up the text, speak the truth that bounces around in your chest, and don't worry about death. This is a matter of death or death. You see, the assignments you release from your soul will be so bold that it brings a tear to that teenage girl's eye before she gets the abortion. And the portions of your metaphors could be that one driving force to stop that out-of-work father from taking his own life. So poets, what would you write if someone was standing behind you holding a knife to your throat? I doubt that you would devote half the time to compose half a line to criticize President Bush because now you're at a point where a shove comes a push. And when it comes to fatality, who cares about miscounted ballots in the South? See, the power of life or death is in your mouth. Realize that your existence is about much more than CD sales and slam scores. Take all of the strength and passion you can muster from within and release it through your pen. Because we'd all die eternally if our lives were rated on a scale of 1 to 10 and we receive a 9.9. That's why if I recite and my mouth gets dry, I'd hack up blood plasma just so I could continue to spit it. And flow for those who will listen, whether they're straight or homosexual, ignorant and asleep or wide awake and intellectual like nocturnal crickets. I want to gather socialist black panthers skinheads, rednecks, and bigots, then hang them all from branches of my poetry until they all choke off similar leaves, perform Heimlich haiku, then embrace as a result of my spirituality, A-H-E-E-M, Jamal is all I claim to be. And despite the struggle, I hope that out of my darkest days, at least one person will see light. So until I die, I will fervently write before I leave this literary legacy to document the fullness of life. Cause none belongs to me 
I just lost track of my mind. With some of the things I've seen with my shady eyes, sometimes I wish I was blind. Because I'd rather be scared of a loud bang of a sudden blast of a 12-gauge shotgun than to be scared sitting in my house wondering who's outside watching me because I've seen what they've done. Yeah, I'm young. But I ain't young enough to know this world ain't nowhere near the same. Everybody clicking up got something to prove. Young and dumb. Even myself ain't 99% the same. I was approximately 16 when I decided I was going to excel in the private life of which I've already lived. Hanging with the older crew, slanging here and there, violence, nothing was repetitive. That type of lifestyle just seemed to fit me to the teeth like the crease of a tight glove. I was raised right, my mama gave me everything she could, but to turn my back on it was just something I never cared of. 
because of God's blessing form through my mom, I realized that I was going to be a rich grinch. I was born in the Bahamas, but a bad spawn of an angel being deteriorated by a pussy bitch. And the outcome? Well, grandma was born. Mm. A soul may handle to a body without question, but without realizing that the soul was already torn. I came into this world pissed off, and anything that made me angry, I powered anything that made me happy. And the only things that could calm me was the violence and the only woman that was allowed to slap me. I went through many identities to hide the real ones deep inside and out of sight. So once again, what was the outcome of that? The birth of termite. A man with so many souls, personalities, hard times and secrets. There was no appreciation in life and all the hatred bottled up inside. It was hard for me to keep it. After suicidal attempts and belly missed assassinations, I realized that my life was going to be a little too wild. But in some sick way, I loved it. But it was diminished by the birth of an unexpected child. To keep a long story short, my family didn't know about my daughter. But one well hated enemy did. Hatred filled that enemy up so much that plain and simple, the nigga ended up killing my kids. Family started mourning and poor things started happening. Not because of my daughter, but because that enemy died of some type of freak accident. I don't know how and I don't care, and that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. I love the fact that this cowboy was there so much that I praised it. So afterwards, I went and repented. But justice to me still wasn't good. I had to repay that currently living better bastard. Written over God for my life, I gathered the closest of my niggas with the his funeral and dumped this casket. I started living by my own rules. If I didn't know you, I didn't give a fuck, and I kept a throwaway tightly tough. I grew up my own saying that I would continue to destruct until I self-destruct. I'm a Miami-based Bahamian. I let that simple fact become my soul and my hatred was my power. My blood was alcohol and if I did dealings with anybody with my luck, the deal kept going sour. Something was growing violently inside of me and it kind of shook me like the end of time. Flicking, sipping, tripping. I was just tired of niggas throwing a little fuck nigga sign. I knew there was a heaven, but I believed in hell. I wanted to send everybody there because my life already felt like a cold, rotten cell of a demon that did nothing all day but push-ups. I knew this wasn't what God planned for me, and I felt so corrupt. So I dropped down in my celestial hole and recognized that I'm a born leader. But Hitler was too. Conflicted questions started forming in my mind, like should I have a big army or should I stay with a few? Should I teach my people my cold-hearted ways or should I just tell them live their lives like they were the last days? Being a name proclaimed king in this clique, I realized I had to reign, rule, and conquer. I had no choice. If I stopped, the niggas would kill me anyway, but I wanted my future kids to hear their baby's voice. I was turning into a lost soul that I seemed to always talk about. I was devastated because I was a misguided leader not following God, and I was about to flip out. Then a voice came to me and asked me a question that I've asked everybody troubled ever since. If you don't see something, do you hear it? And if you don't hear it, do you fear it? Was the beginning part of this sentence. Me being who I was, I was like, no, but then a voice said, if you don't fear it, where is it there? I thought about it for a second as the sentence finished with And if it's there and it happens to kill you, then tell me, is it fair? That's when I realized that my soul and my life was something that I was going to have to reveal. But that was going to be a little harder for me because the one girl I confided in, I called my sister, was already killed. And even though sometimes I wish it was me instead of her that would have died, I usually don't say it publicly, but in the name of Dark Side, I'm going to continue to ride. That's the name of the clique. It's an acronym. It stands for Dear Everything. We know shit y'all don't invent. What we knew was our enemies were demons and our father was God. And for that simple fact, the enemies wanted our heads. This life I've chosen kept me down emotionally. Black in my heart. Messed me up and all out of spite. So once again, termite was down. But what was the outcome of that? The spiritual birth of termite, termite, termite. It was preached to me that the calm is life and the storm is life. And it's an ongoing battle, so now it's time to ignite. So I sat it up, got spiritually filled, going to claim God's territory is what I said. Stopped busting at people so quickly. Instead, I wanted to pray for them because I knew they were part of the living dead. So when life's shadows come to get you, sometimes a little fall could be your only means of help. If you ever seen a nigga take his last breath, you know what I'm talking about. Just imagine how he felt. He probably gave his life and got admitted into heaven right before his family had to mourn. I'm a death angel to lost souls. God giving me my purpose. My life was to come. Prepare for the storm. The storm. The storm.
a talk with my mother. Her house looks like a tornado went through it. I hear she has a temperature that erupts like fire. My brother says she's just on her cycle, so it would be best not to question her desires. But no matter her history or state of mind, she is the co-creator of my design. Star goddess of day and night, giver of love and light. So I clenched the seeds of forgiveness in my right hand and it was the winds of change that made me question the man who left my mother dressed in black. She once wore baby's blue and God's green, but now I watched her as she sat in a rocking chair with a head full of gray hair. And it was this acid rain of pain that was almost more than I could bear. Inside her eyes I saw the alarm she had been harmed, raped. Real dry. I reached out for her and she pushed me away. She said, it's hot in here. Open up a door for pain. As the brown tear rolled down her cheek, I emptied the seeds that I carried in that white cloth at her feet. And it was then that she allowed me to speak. I said, I seek to inherit. I am the meek. She said, in 2050, what do you want me to do? I have six billion children and counting, and I guarantee no matter your efforts alone, more than half will live hungry. There are very little trees left to cultivate. Tell me, is it me or yourself that you hate? Do you really think that you can eat fading fossil fuels? Why does your demand for oil outweigh your demand for the organic food? I'm boiling hot. And what will you do if your father isn't coming and I'm all you've got? Mother Nature has brand new rules with little time to spare. Stop the bombs from bursting in air. Stop the rat race, the waste, the smoking pollution, the contaminated taste in my rivers, my dam. If you heed these words, together we can. God and I might even say, let us make a better man. Continue to mock me, and your children's children will not be here to understand. Nurture your nurturer within more suffer, more famine, more flood, more drought. Her final words, huh. I brought you in this world and I can't take you out. And you're tuned in to Poetry After Dark's early edition. I'm your host, the Poetess. And earlier we did have some females that stepped up to the mic and were straight fire. If you missed it, do check the archives because they were definitely hot. And now it's 22 minutes left in the show and it is my turn to spit my piece. So that's what I'm going to do for you guys. Now, before I spit, let me let the poets know that if you have um, a CD or you have poetry that you have recorded and you would like to hear it on the show, you can send that to me in MP3 format to poetryafterdark at gmail.com. And again, that's poetryafterdark at gmail.com. Okay. This piece here is called um, Levels of Love. Closer than close, sweeter than sweet, honey, it's you that knocks me off my feet. The power of love has to stand the test of time. Divine intervention brought our souls to light. This is so right. 
A passion stream is so deep like the blood in my veins. If I cry out that I'm hurt, baby, I know you can take the pain. Away with these levels of love, tame me. Bring me down to your altitude of passion. As our souls begin clashing, having these orgasms, spasms erecting through my back. That's right. I feel myself losing control, closing my eyes to conceal what I feel inside. So the session only requires the presence of our lust. Hmm. I find myself making this death, having these visions come, come into a creation, indulging further into infinity, going beyond our wildest dreams. No longer our bodies, no longer our minds, only our hearts and soul intertwined. This is undefined, irreplaceable, and we don't want to understand why. See, this is the place where lovers go. No rules, no laws for the cause. So I crave to be there and only with you. These levels of love, only of the two. And that's that piece. All right, 20 minutes. And we are going with Mariah Carey, mine again. Amen. 
What up, though? What up, though? What, what up, though? This is DJ DZD on the ones and twos. And when I'm sitting back relaxing on a Tuesday or a Friday, I get on my computer. Go to blogtalkradio.com slash the poetess. And I sit back and listen to the soothing sounds of good old school and a little bit of new school R&B. That sets the mood just right for all the dynamic, dynamic fantastic, fantastic, and out-of-sight poetry out of that sounds the mind, body, and soul on the late night tip from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's where you'll find me. So tune in. Her show is definitely a show you don't want to miss. You did? When I'm feeling sitting back and I'm sitting on my ass while I listen to And with the portion what I need, satisfaction guaranteed, who I listen to
Okay, got about 12 minutes, about to close out real soon, so um, we're going to rock this one. Funky, badly, and maybe can't get over you.
All right, now, to the next time, guys. Friday show is not confirmed yet, but just stay tuned. I'll definitely let you know.